what? We're just going to throw this mm, um, yeah. out the window and it's going to be this open world, to- just such a departure. And the fact that they were brave enough to do it is, is pretty great. And, you know, Gorilla and Herman and, and everybody over there, you know, had a huge part in doing that. And so there's a reason why I think it has the staying power that it did, even though it came out. If you think about it, I mean, it's crazy. It's 2017. What a, yeah. what a different world it was. <laughs> It's, I really think, and, you know, this is probably at the level of the eye roll, you know, like, uh, where people, it's like, okay, we get it, but, um, Chile, the world is so different between now and, 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 and COVID, just energetically, when I see any content, even commentary content, whatever, before COVID, uh, I I just think like what are you doing like like it's just a you know obviously that's gonna level back out but one thing I've been riffing about with my fiance and uh, some friends I've just been like we will never not hear the word COVID again like they will just be, just like how we just hear the word nine eleven like here and there we'll just well post nine eleven world post COVID world it's yeah. just um, yeah and it's so funny like there are some themes. Um, just within uh, Horizon, that uh, you know, obviously Death Stranding, I was re- like, and which we considered the sister, the sister game. You know, this uh, if these if they were siblings, Horizon would be like the really outdoorsy, like goes out, <laughs> like, <laughs> and then Death Stranding, moody inside. You know, <laughs> Decima babies. You know, I love I it. it. Um, but uh, there's one thing is, uh, I don't know if it was weirdly prescient, but you know, one thing with the Horizon Forbidden West is this affliction you know affecting the world you know uh the red plague you know and which is again very fascinating i think uh, as of now we know very little about it um and just for some of the listeners and myself like what is the extent of what we know and what's some of your main speculation on that buddy oh nelly yeah so um i have i've put out a couple videos kind of speculating on what the the red blight might be and you're right there are definite connections kind of to uh, especially, I mean, you know, I've heard in, from commenters or, or people in our Discord community, you know, there's connections between the Pharaoh Plague and the Red Blight and things that, you know, you couldn't even expect. Um, or just even like, the fact that Horizon's ancient past is our not-so-distant future, which is mm-hmm. eerie in and of itself. <laughs> but, but uh, Yeah, oh my um, god. Yeah, so the Red Blight uh, specifically, um, I, I've... Once again, because you're every once in a while, I have to. I, I talk to my wife about it, and I'm like, "Does this sound crazy?" <laughs> Did I just take my tin <laughs> Charlie foil, Day tinfoil half, yeah, like, tinfoil hat off for a second, or my Charlie Day thing, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, where yeah. you're connecting those things, and um, <laughs> I think it has to do a lot with. Um, I, I really do think the prevalent force in the second game is this AI named Vast Silver. Mm. Um, it's hinted to um, several times in the lore, but it's this very enigmatic. Um, piece of technology that not anybody really knows what happened to it, but it has a huge kind of um, capability. It's a, it was a climate intervention AI. So with all of like the supercell storms that are happening in the game and, and things like that, there's a definite connection there. And then with the red blight, a lot of people are um, speculating that um, it's another one of the sub functions that went rogue, which is Demeter, which is the sub function in charge of uh, basically restoring the planet's plant life. Mm. Um, however, I personally don't think that's the case. I think um, kind of like what we saw in the frozen wilds where the AI cyan gets um, manipulated and um, taken over by an outside entity. I think that's what's happening. Um, I think Demeter is actually been kind of calling for help this whole time. Um, mm. There's these collectibles in the first game, the metal flowers, and each of them contain 
kind of this real world, they're, they're real world poems. Um, mm. The alpha who is in charge of that subfunction Naoto is noted to be this big lover of poetry. And the weird thing is now reading them back in the context of what we know of the game is pretty, you, you kind of kick yourself, but there's no way you could have known because, you know, context is everything. But, you know, there's um, there's one poem, it's like a, um, a haiku from the Edo period, I think. And it talks about like, um, Oh man, I'm I'm not gonna do it justice. Give me <laughs> give me a second. I'm gonna pull it up. That's cool, dude. Um, you do, you I have do everything thing. everything on tabs over here. Um, but yeah, it, it's just one of those things where um, it talks about like flowers, shadows creeping eastward, like from from west to east and things like that. And right there, yeah, dude. so it's right you're, there. You're, you're looking at it and you're like, oh man, like. How did I not get that? But then, yeah. yeah, there's no, you were missing a huge piece of the puzzle there. There's also poems in there that talk about like bangs of redhead lightning, like coming down from like these, uh, from massive storm. It's, it, yeah, basically, I, th I really do think these poems, their big, their big intention was to foreshadow what was coming next. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, the red blight is a part of that. So I really don't think it's Demeter going haywire. I could be wrong. You know, like you said, these are all inferences kind of based on how like you, you pull your head up from the, the game guide. And you're like, this must be the answer. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so for me, I think that's definitely um, if, if I had to bet on it, I don't think Demeter is going haywire. I think probably maybe it's vast silver manipulating something, but I just don't think it makes sense for that subfunction to, because its whole goal is to, you know, rewild the planet through flora, and I just don't think it makes rewild. sense. Rewild, I love that phrase. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, you you don't if your if your goal is to do that, why would you make a blight to kill all plant life? Mm. So it seems a little contradictory. Like, if you wanted to kill people, I don't know, maybe make like a bunch of Venus flytraps that like go around that are just massive, but. I, I just don't think there's a, a big enough connection there to do that. So for my money, I think it is an external force, either manipulating Demeter or um, in direct conflict with the subfunction Demeter. And it's kind of been calling out for help in really the only way that it knows how, which are these pre-programmed poems that were put there by its alpha. So that's Dude. my that's my rant about the, the Not, red vines. So And if you was... haven't read them and anybody watching who hasn't, uh, take a second look at all of the poems that you get from the metal flowers and a lot of them you're gonna have like a like oh man it's like right there yeah dude let me tell you this uh all of this obviously i mean i don't know if people haven't i can't really imagine people not making the connection but obviously this is all building up to revealing that the, it's just a giant matrix sequel like all of this is just <laughs> <laughs> the poetry and everything was never supposed to be in cyberpunk he was supposed to be in horizon <laughs> man literally all of the long necks i'm oh, sorry the tall necks are voiced by if you listen very carefully they're all voiced yeah by keanu it's just it's basically you take that yeah and then you stretch that sound out it's sound. <laughs> we just needed to line up the frequencies we were so close dude so close totally um so also um here's here's what i fucking love the most about horizon then is that um first of all like, give me your hot take on just um this interesting 
sharing of the name Horizon in the video game space. It no one's talking about it, but there are two franchises that call themselves Horizon, and I don't know how we're gonna resolve. It's just like the fucking Avatar situation with the Last Airbender. They're completely different. One is cars, one is robots, dinosaurs. Yes. How the f- is that even gonna resolve itself, or are we just gonna be that awkward thing where we just both have that name and no one? Yeah, gonna- I think it's just gonna be an awkward thing, like okay. when you, when you say goodbye to your friend and you're both walking to the car and realize that you parked right next to each other, so you have to do it like two or three times. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be that. Um, All right. But you know, I'm hoping there's some crossover there. I know I say that, but um, I, I'm terribly, I'm terrible. I, I mean, I'm in like the fan base. No, <laughs> like, the, but, no, no, of course there would probably there would probably be fans yeah, of both um, horizons, just as there are of both avatars. Like both of the avatars have like similar elements of like yeah, nature honoring, um, nature deference, and stuff. Yeah. With uh, with, with Forza Horizon, right? Is that um? Yeah, or, for, yeah. See, if they just and that's the thing, I always call it. Uh, Atla or TLA, like the Last Airbender. We have a mm-hmm. Last Airbender podcast. We just call it the Last Airbender podcast. Like, it's fine. Like, you're not like James Cameron Avatar, like that. Like, he patented the name. He has that. Da, da, da. I think it's just not <laughs> that word itself isn't necessary for that other one. Just like with Horizon, um, I just think even though Forza Horizon or whatever came before. I know a lot of people are rolling their eyes like, oh, let's talk more about it. It's like, hey, it's something to be acknowledged. Like, it's, it's, you need to like riff about it. Again, I don't want to be that thing of collectively never talking about it. It's like, um, Horizon in the corner. It's fine. I, I deal with that every time I like when I go to my YouTube, um, when it talks about when you plug in, like, what is the video about? And it's yeah. gaming, and then it lists the game, and I type in Horizon. And for it's every time, it's like, is it, is this force? Like, no, it's not. Well, <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West, but yeah, you know, YouTube at least thinks there's a similarity there because I have to sift through it every time. But, it just uh, means that again, because of I don't know, we'll catch up in two months, and then you're like Albert, I gave up. I just ended up having to make it about Forza Horizon, and then you just yeah, just a changed. super hard shift. It's yeah, like- <laughs> 180. Also, yeah, you could almost say like a screeching 180. But anyway, dude, yeah. obviously, again, we're, jo- we're getting jokey here. It's it's a weekend. Can you just like as a as a as an April Fools um, uh, for next year, just totally without like totally not acknowledging it, just put out a a Forza Horizon lore video? Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be Legends of Horizon, except the legends will be in quotes, and it'll be Legends of Horizon, and then it will just be like the history of. um like some racetrack (laughs) (laughs) and just and just but have have you know the music that you usually put put in the background which is probably loyalty royalty free and then that same way how you like pan across with your beautiful in in um in universe camera work with with the channel man i'm certain that i love one of your comments on your chat uh the live q a was uh you know your videos get me through and i know you snapped to like oh yeah you know getting us through to like the release of horizons forbidden west but because of my existential fucking brain i was like that gets me through life like like uh gilder thalen does this for dragon age like i'll just chuck on her videos uh, she's great great lore master we're gonna get her on for dragon age stuff but just the atmosphere you create it's again maybe not something that is as 
you know, I guess uh, signal boosted back to you and sort of reflected back to you like, thank you for that. But like an RSQ video can literally take you a couple of notches down stress wise, like, ah, oh. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm really, it's funny. I, I never go into it like for that, but I think that's two things that number one, I'm always very, very um, honored when somebody says, you know, something like that or that it, they find it calming or whatever. And I think the, the one thing that, um, that it happened kind of organically because uh, Horizon is as exciting and as, you know, thrilling as it is, as much of it's an action adventure. Uh, the story of Horizon is is often a very somber one. Mm. It's very much one that requires a lot of like reflection and people trying to learn from their mistakes and looking at the past. So uh, just kind of narrating it. It's not like, all right, the world ended last. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. not like this. Fuck that. <laughs> um, so no. for, for me, I think that was, it wasn't anything that I in intentionally like did. Cause I remember like early on people were basically saying like, not nobody like on the channel, but like friends of mine who just, I don't know, they, they want to, they're, you know, they, they want to be helpful. Mm. And they're like, you know, you know, I like to watch these videos and they're very like up and energetic and, um, well, when you're talking about like the apocalypse of the entire human race, it's not like, and then it was about death coming this Sunday, like, yes, <laughs> Sunday, <it's>, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So for me, yeah, I think especially with, you know, the beautiful music of Horizon and um, and it's it's always such a compliment for when when people say that they, they like my voice, which is funny because, you know, whenever <laughs> you hear your own voice back, you're always mm. like, yeah, oh, <laughs> so weird. Like, why, Why is Mickey wide that way? narrating this is like, oh boy, let's talk about Horizon. Right. So that's always very kind when, pe when people take the time to say that. Um, you know what? Let's take that tangent, dude. I, I am so... Mickey Mouse? Not... No, no, no. I, <laughs> Mickey Mouse is great. But I am not putting it out of the wheelhouse for at some point for just that particular... Like, I mean, obviously they've got it gripped by that, you know, iron fist, but man, just seeing some of the artwork of people doing Aloy in, mm. in Disney style, like animated oh, yeah. 2D, it either makes you wonder if they'll ever do like a co-collaboration or something, or what I think may probably end up happening is like, or we got the announcement of the ARC animated series, but what I would love to see is that, you know, the ARC animated series look like they're going down the sort of Castlevania route, the anime route, but a fully vividly animated, I'm talking um, like Pocahontas or like that level of amazing animation of just a short story. Uh, is it Talia? Is that one of the characters from, um, uh, is that, did I get her name right? Um, from Horizon, she, oh, Talana? Talana, yeah. And just like Horizon, colon Talana, you know, Talana's journey or the quest of Talana and just have a nice, amazing throwback to, to that. Or, you know, if, okay, all right, I'll, I'll bet that's, we're out of the whole 2d era. Okay, fine. But something well, in that, in that, uh, you know, frozen or, you know, that, uh, Moana type, mm -hmm. beautiful animation with like a tiny little, you know, you could do the cute little, uh, uh, you know, baby watcher or whatever, like some interesting, BB-8-ish type character. It just, it creates itself an amazing young director making it. Um, I, th I say this because we live in a world where now, right now, Netflix are working with, um, and this is actually, I need to talk about this, dude. They're working with uh, uh, Ubisoft on a Beyond Good and Evil film. Like you take oh. that first trailer from 2017 or whatever, 
it absolutely lends itself to a Luc Besson-tastic, you know, film, right? With this, uh, you know, the highways and the just, it's, it absolutely clicks and you're like, well, that makes sense. So if uh, her, if Grillo were like, they got a phone call, we've, again, we live in the Miyazaki and George R. R. Martin and then yeah. Final Fantasy and Disney with like King, Kingdom Hearts. Like, what is your take on an animated uh, either series uh with with Horizon, and then I didn't actually get your hot take on my Blomkamp idea earlier of like a straight up gritty, you know, either a series or you know, or a film in that full blown live action adaptation. So those two ideas, um, what do you reckon? I think uh, number one, like I'm a big fan of animation in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do to kind of address the the first one. Um, I think it, as far as like a live action series would be concerned. Um, I think it, it's one of those things where you, you would have to do it really right, right? Mm. Because the one thing that it breaks my heart, like I love Monster Hunter like so much. Oh, no. It is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> and then you're like, this isn't Monster Hunter. You'd have to have somebody with a, a good amount of understanding and reverence for the material. And also somebody who gets like beyond, like outside of all of the things that you know, people would identify with it, like the machines and the th- it's, it's really just the fact it's a, it's a personal story. It's, it's the hero's journey and it, it really does have to focus on Aloy, but I really do enjoy kind of on the latter half of this whole animation thing. The comics have been great. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed, um, even though they're all done by the same artist who I really enjoy um, the comic covers, all the different variants are just like, I love them to pieces because the, you get such different takes from different pe- the lens of different people on what they feel, um, you know, their art style brings to the universe and, and what kind of emotions those evoke. So I always love seeing all the different comic variants and I've never collected comics in the past, but I have all of like my horizon comics. Like these, these are the throwdown ones that I use for like reference, but Excellent. like, um, I mean, they're just like, and they're all totally different. And so I'm with you. I would love if I would love to actually see, um, an animated version, probably even more than a live action version, because I think, okay. yeah, it, it's, I, can, I, can, um, I can dig that. I just think that necessarily, like, I, I love film and li- live action film, but I think so many of these like wonderful stories, like just speaking of like Avatar: The Last Airbender or Legend of Korra, like mm. talk about these sweeping epics that are so good. Um, that really you don't even need a live action person. And, and that way you could continue the continuity with Ashley Birch because she does such a wonderful job through the voice acting of the character. And I really think that um, so much of Aloy's personality comes through um, that performance and, and you could continue that. There wouldn't be any kind of disconnect. It would be a very seamless transition between the video game version of Aloy to the, um, I, I think it'd just be easier to do it justice that sure. way so if if they were going to switch it to another medium of like a fully fledged animated medium i would say that would be a good way to go and i really like what amazon prime is also doing with their animated stuff you know i'm a big critical role person which is a dnd uh, yeah if, I'm, sure, I'm sure you know so i'm yeah. the, you know back the kickstarter so I, i'm really excited nice. to see what they do with their stuff um invincible was crazy uh, <laughs> that was like it was nuts but i enjoyed it so i could totally see you know, with all the money, they'd be like, yeah, we're just gonna, would you like this to be an animated series? You got it. <laughs> we have to. Let's fucking manifest it, man. Let's do it. Um, at this point, dude, I wanted to actually 
throw, pitch something to you. Um, over on Zelda, we're doing Searching the Skies, an eight-part sub-series where we just take a couple of seconds of the trailer each time, go into whatever tangent and speculation that that particular chunk of seconds like inspires us to do. Over okay. on Elden Ring, it's uh, Gathering the Shards. Uh, over on Dune, it's Sifting the Spice. We could probably, if you wanted to, man, we let's let's set it up if you want. We're doing on Avatar. We're doing forging the forging the frontier, right? Looking breaking that amazing Ubisoft trailer down, which you know uh, anything post Horizon will have Horizon to thank in terms of that amazing open world template for sure. Like yeah. it's so crazy that turnaround from you know dipping their feet in to becoming templates. Like like Horizon is a fucking I've said this uh, ad nauseum, like that, how amazing. I just want to see Harry Potter Horizon. I want, oh, well, you know, Wizarding World Horizon. I want to see Tron Horizon. I just would like it's the perfect template. But man, what do you reckon of the name Scanning the Horizon? Like we can just do, oh, what do you reckon? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for that. You know, it's it's one of those, it's like, as long as I, I'm, I'm not dumb and get the the times wrong, I'll, I'll be no. there. <laughs> <laughs> no man no, no worries at all so what we're looking at is um this is actually uh over with elden ring we have a three minute trailer which we've divided into 12 second chunks for a nice 12 part series very lovely it actually ends up being something for myself yourself and then all for you know the listeners to you know look forward to that idea of like oh a new scanning the horizons coming up and uh genu- gen- genuinely dude there has not been one of these close analysis like frame up there on the screen in front of me series where I haven't noticed at least something just because you're actually in this instant gratification world where we're just constantly looking at different screens just pausing on that 15 second or 12 second thing you end up just having various uh, tangents ideas that you just would not have explored otherwise so it ends up being quite additive it's not just some like obsessively fanboyish thing it's like this is contributing to deeper wider ranging and more rich discussion and then at the end of uh, a whole season, if you will, of of this sub-series of Scanning the Horizon, um, going into Horizon Forbidden West off of the back of that, like you are supercharged and like enriched, uh, ready to notice all these little details and super appreciative because you've been, you know, every, I don't know what cadence will do if fortnightly works or whatever. Um, but we are, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of the premise. Uh, and so, but we are very blessed because uh, we have a uh, 19 minute <laughs> fucking trailer, um, like gameplay yes. thing. So obviously what we'll do is because we love um, Matthias, we will skip past his amazing loveliness. We could spend minutes analyzing his skincare routine. Nice, <laughs> look great. I'm always so sorry that I probably butcher your name anytime I, I bring it up. I, my diction is just not that strong with any kind of like Scandinavian, <laughs> like, or, or no, like that kind of naming ritual. But um, yeah, I'm totally in for that. And and also, you know, I do like the, because I normally, you know, the kind of content I produce isn't the most free formed. It's very like, you go um, scripted. You it's, know. it's quality yeah. stuff, man. You're the be all end all. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, for me, it's like, because I really try, um, because honestly, like I do kind of have more of like a circular thought process. Like I can totally go. So th- it really helps me kind of focus in and make sure that all of the thoughts that I want to get across do come across. So that way later on, I'm not like kicking myself, but yeah. um, I do really enjoy kind of the more free form kind of things, just kind of mm. taking a, taking a second and looking at things and, and uh, you know, seeing what we see. You said it free form, long form in depth. That's what we do. And then one thing with uh, Adam over on the Zelda podcast, a.k.a. his name is a Hyrule Gamer. He just made 100,000. Uh, so you're awesome. on the way to that. 
Oh, sure, yeah, dude. So <laughs> and and he mentioned they were like, oh man, there was a, there's a two or three things just from this episode that I'm gonna make videos on. And then as we go along, you and I, like, I'm certain that it's, we're just going to have a moment where you're like, actually, I could probably make a video on that, just about oh, yeah. that one aspect. And so I'm stoked for, and please do, like, it, I want it to be sort of this, uh, um, you know, as you go through this collecting ground, if you will, you know. Uh, no, I'm, the, I'm always looking for inspiration because there's so many things like, um, uh, th that's the wonderful thing too. Like, I think a lot of people, when when their community starts to grow a little bit, and and like, I'm by no means some giant YouTuber. By you know, we're still working our way <laughs> through things, but it, it's it's one of those self fulfilling things that then the more people are into it, then they're like, did you see this? And they're like, I didn't. And then it's it's this wonderful kind of microchasm mm. uh, where everybody's bouncing ideas off things of things that I might have missed. And then, then yeah, then I'll go make a video and I'm like, hey, that's an awesome idea. Do you mind if I make a video? And we're all happy about it. And, and, and then we make it happen. For sure, dude. And you're cool with the name, I think, because um, we have. And so what's the device again? And I'm having a, a brain blank. It's called a focus. So, uh, yeah, it's I was going to say, like, no, you can't focus. In, like the, the phrase itself is scanning the horizon. So I just think. Um, but and you I do reckon, scan with your Pharaoh focus. With, with your Pharaoh focus. Exactly. Um, now I'm flashing now on the screen later in the edit the schedule of this uh chili you know that over on you can go elden ring or, or the zelda podcast or whatever it's you can just bring it up on instagram it's the the schedule you know uh and i'll post similar uh i'll look at the body of work which is our material that we're working with if you just go i'll bring up the video here and i'll show it just to the screen so it's this and, and it's important to have the same trailer so it's playstation horizon forbidden west state of play gameplay reveal and then divider ps5 uh, yep. You skip one minute and four so that you're just at the um, gorilla logo right there. Yep. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. You want me to bring that up now? or? Yeah, go for it. No worries. Oh, okay. And um, yeah. and so then at 105, basically from 105, from one minute and five, oh my God, so generous, <laughs> uh, to um, 14 minutes and, and, and 25, right? That is the extent. And then the rest of the video is just clips from what, what there was. So we're looking I'm at... I'm sure that I'm about a thousand views of the of the view count on this. Yeah, you are, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you are, buddy. <laughs> so we do have a fair decent chunk. Now with Dune, what we did is we started with Sifting the Spice, a six-part series. Uh, we ended up getting... There was a bit of a... They pushed it back. And so then we said, like, let's turn it into an eight-part series or whatever. So we were really kind of stretching that. Not stretching, like there's actually a lot. To, to dive into and we were like why haven't we covered this and so we, we would go backwards and they're always very additive um but for this one we are spoiled we could honestly off There's of this lot. one trailer yeah off of this one trailer even if they didn't reveal anything um and then obviously that's the the best problem to have is if in august they're like here's another trailer it's like okay <laughs> then we'll just yeah, right I feel I wish. yeah oh my gosh and, totally totally and with, with dune for example like it's it's we're about to i'm about to like got tapped on the shoulder to or rsvp or whatever on thursday i'm gonna actually drive like a maniac from canberra to melbourne to see this apparently i've been rsvp'd for like a screening of like 30 30 minutes of june yeah and so there's gonna be a second trailer with that oh you know, you're gonna get all the happenings man with fucking horizon you are gonna go to amsterdam you're gonna go to fucking japan i want to see and i will see all of that like uh what is it i think the, the poster child uh machine for horizon for a bit in west i dare say it will be a life-size uh sunwing like that'd in, be really cool 
totally like they're, they're gonna just like how we had the watcher and stuff like built mm -hmm. for the promo and stuff so i just want to like i want to see that photo of you just like hanging out <laughs> with it and then just coverage you know as we enter the uh the post-covid era for sure so manifesting yes. all that and what we'll do is we'll go along uh i reckon we could tackle uh you're good at maths i don't know maybe i don't know if you are I uh, was once upon a time. Once upon a time. <laughs> we have roughly, we have like, let's say roughly like 15 minutes, you know, because we're cutting away all the sort of uh, figures speaking. Um, mm -hmm. love, love, love them as we do. So 15 minutes, we're talking, we could do a minute each, 15, a 15 part sub-series. Let's fucking do it. You know, uh, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, let's, let's do it. Do it. Okay. And so I'll come up with some titles and stuff. And I, I fucking love develop. I'm like, I genuinely I know love you're, you're the podcast guy. I said there's all the podcasts. I realize I'm like, oh, you just want to do it this week. I'm sure you have like, well, I have like seven podcasts this week. So we'll have to reschedule. No, it's, for me, I'm actually pretty good at like kind of bouncing all the things. And then the, you know, uh, Wednesdays belong to Zelda and then Sundays belong to Elden Ring. And uh, there's we have some ad hoc shows like Ghostbusters and Wizarding World and stuff. That's just like whenever. Mm -hmm. But um, with Horizon, as, I, as you know, it's like I released an episode of the playstation podcast recently just simply the episode like the main title it defining the art form like playstation for me one like no absolutely no contest it'll actually be several years if even a decade before any of the others can even come close to catching up uh, even with all their acquisitions it's like love and light to xbox you've bought a lot of places but i think it's going to be many years until we actually see some of that like come up it's just horizon i just you know you've played mario kart we're just three or four laps ahead like <laughs> in terms of the priority like we prioritize that triple a beautiful meaningful cinematic uh classic storytelling which in the age of the live service game we are sticking with that and horizon is completely emblematic of that so um and yeah so i think I will always prioritize our amazing scanning the horizon episodes, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm in for it. That sounds good. And trust All me, right. I'm, I'm, that's like the, that's what I do. I'm, I'm just, you know, but it'll be nice to be able to, you know, do it with somebody else opposed to just staring at my screen like a crazy person <laughs> being like, is that a bird or is that like just, <laughs> oh no, that's some dust on my screen. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Oh, we're going to have some fun, man. On, on Elden Ring, uh, we spent uh, about, 20 30 minutes on just this one frame discussing the seconds or so before and after it and i had just just it's a it was a lot a, a, a you know a kind of environment shot and i just i could have sworn and i and the more i saw it like the less it could have been anything else was in as you know or elden ring is going to be this big open world thing and there's this question of yeah. how they're going to handle um fast travel and it just looked like an archway and then I just, it was so buried so far deep into the mix that no one would have noticed unless they were going at that deliberate of a pace. And we saw it and we were like, well, that's fast travel for this. It's not announced, but it just, it clicked, you know? And they're guaranteed, dude, in some background shot, as you and I are talking about, we will see something way in the background or it'll just come in from left field, some notion, some idea uh, that it's just going to, yeah all kinds of additive enriching goodness so yeah. my man how much longer do i have you for because we've already been speaking for a while i don't want to yeah, spend your time um, 
I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty good for about the next um, uh, probably hour or so, and then uh, my wife and I are gonna go catch a movie. Movie. <laughs> well, you know what? At, at um, a movie theater. Which at is a movie what? theater. Well, you know what we're gonna do. I don't want to cut into that. I think this is gonna be a nice thing which we did on Elden Ring, which was we did a prelude. So this is going to be the prelude. I don't want to like rush into because it was the episode that I pitched it to you on. I'm so glad you said yes because that's kind of vibe and <laughs> rad. And you know, in terms of all, all angles of like you and I having that kind of thing of like time for another scanning the horizon fuck yeah hanging out with chili boom uh, and then anything that you pick up from the series man absolutely like spin that off into your own videos oh it, for sure I'm gonna take it hell yeah <laughs> you won't take it you take it what um, and so dude I, I feel pretty vibey about having just like had this sort of like prelude episode of like reconnecting and vibing uh, getting your hot takes on a couple of things but let's keep this one. Let's let's tease American. Let's let them be like, ooh, okay, this new thing's happening, you know. So, and that will really be something where there's a sense of cadence, a sense of pacing. Because one thing that is uh, without any kind of um, you know gu- guide rails towards release, sometimes people can be like, when is it coming out? And then they just sort of get, you know. But with this. Uh, I guess you could call it quasi-academic thing of parsing through the trailer and really getting nice uh, up and close. Uh, I think it'll be just fun. And it, and we get fucking tangent-tastic. We might even spin off talking about, like, mac and cheese or whatever. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Right? So it's going to be rad. But um, what is the movie you guys are going to watch? Um, it's the, um, it's like the docu movie on the the writer and the chef, Anthony Bourdain. It's called oh, Runner. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So we're gonna go see that because we're both big fans of him and yeah. uh, and uh, you know and and what and his life was and uh, so yeah. So we're gonna go see that and um, but yeah, we're 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 just excited. This is like our second movie in two weeks, which is which is nuts. We we saw Black Widow because we wanted to see it in yeah. in theaters, so that was a lot of fun. We had a good time. So right. um, the, the Marvel yeah, podcast, yeah. man, you have to jump on. I'm gonna drag you onto the Marvel podcast. Actually, to talk Please? about. Yeah. I will say, like, um, I've, as far as like the comics go, I'm not super no, um, no. educated, but like with the, the movies, I love it. And movies honestly, fine. like, depending Loki. on how, and I'm not sure if you know this, do you do you know how much um, Elden Ring lore is going to be interwoven into Dark Souls lore? Or is oh, it totally so Elden different? Ring is a it's a brand new, it's totally its own thing. Because uh, I up. am contemplating about um, doing <gasps> some content for. Oh, now that is a bomb drop at the very end. <laughs> my man, you just, no no negotiation. I'm Italian, so I'm press ganging you. It's like that, the, like the no consent required. I'm taking you. <laughs> you are going, you are going to be our honored guest on the Elden Ring podcast, man, for uh, either part of Gathering the Shards, that sub-series we're doing, or afterwards or whatever. But I would love to see RSQ into, you know, you know, the low-key logo, how it changes all the different fonts. Like, I would love for whatever, like, RSQ 2022, like, that trailer to be like, oh, yeah, you know, we started with Horizon, but da 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 like, all these different areas, man. Random fucking side quest. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, yeah, so definitely in the back of my mind, um, it's it's one of those things where it's, um, as far as Dark Souls go, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm pretty much a scaredy cat. <laughs> because everybody's like, oh, it's so punishing. I'm like, <laughs> I, I like to like feel I like to feel strong in my video games yeah, in the end, yeah. but it seems like the more <laughs> you just get like oh, but like I'm 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 a huge fan of George R R Martin, um, oh, so uh, that that out. you know like a lot of, like a lot of people who probably have not played Dark Souls and and I think that's a wonderful thing because then you get that crossover of 
um, you know, the Dark Souls universe with somebody who's a little bit more, um, I don't know, as far as like, especially with like the HBO series that became into the mainstream and getting more people into appreciate their art mm. um and miyazaki so i think that's um I th I, yeah I'm, I'm very interested and um yeah so and we'll see uh, and then i'll probably never do any like tutorials or gameplay because i'm just gonna be so bad <laughs> oh man you know what's great is you have your colorado brother waiting in the wings this is going to be music to his ears he'll be like brother let's go he can probably <laughs> even come over to your place because you guys are both in literally in colorado and like here you go Elden ring let's fucking go that would be fucking cool um but dude yeah, yeah. that's the say again right i, I missed it uh, no i was just saying yeah i've definitely been thinking about because i'm always that's the thing it's like i love horizon but i also love other stuff horizon just happens to be the the mm -hmm. game that I'm probably the most knowledgeable about, but you know, I love Elder Scrolls. You know, I you saw know. that tattoo. You bring that tattoo up now. Go. Yeah. So this this is my um this is just one of my nerdy tattoos. So this love is it. um Elvin from Lord of the Rings. Yes. Uh the Sun Spear is from House Dorn yeah. um for Game of Thrones or Song of Ice and Fire. And then, and then Jedi. the the, the Jedi with the purple lightsaber because Mace Windu is great. Fuck, yes. We do dedicated shows for each one of those. For Star Wars, <laughs> we spoke with Daniel Roebuck who played Grease, the pilot in Fallen Ooh. Order. Fucking rad. He was the co-star in like The Fugitive. I'm hanging out with this dude. He's the most grounded dude for having like actually been like Harrison Ford's co-star. He's like, oh, oh yeah, man. I'm chilling. He had a great one. He's like, um, don't stand on a soapbox, make soap. <laughs> it's like this great little <laughs> saying he said. He was so cool. We spoke with the uh, Galaxy of Direct, uh, Galaxy of Adventures. Speaking of animated series, amazing adaptation. Uh, Barry Kelly, um, really rad dude. So he directed all of those amazing Galaxy of Adventures shorts. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, Paul Shipper, who is the heir apparent to um, uh, Drew Struzan. So all on the the Star Wars podcast with that one. Man, you uh, know. Love me some Drew Struzan, man. Oh, man. We're going to get him on, Such and you're going to be on that show. You are going Please, to be. I, I would die to talk to Drew. <laughs> like, how many iconic, like, pieces of art he's made for cinema oh. is just... It's unbelievable like yeah it was it was i'm sure he and 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 Scott, he does a good job at the when part of me was like when i saw the new trailer or the new posters i was like wait yeah wait ho hold on i know wait. i know <laughs> but i'm sure drew was probably like i'm done <laughs> yeah well paul shipper like he even says it's like oh no i'm he, he acknowledges that it's like i make them in this yeah, style it's, it's which is on him right you know it's, yeah it's, yeah <laughs> He's got he's got that blessing, you know, just like Giacchino has John John Williams's blessing. It's like at a certain point there has to be a passing of the torch, you know. So I love how at the tail of the yep. show, all the listeners are getting these little goodies and previews of where Chili's gonna go. <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. Um, so Elden Ring, we've got you for that. We are gonna dive in very soon. Actually, I might chuck you the invite. We have an amazing. Uh, she's a jeweler, uh, cosplay, and an artist, visual artist. Um, uh, she is uh, going to be on the show with us for the Lord of the Rings podcast. Um, ah. Yes, that's right. She's rad. I, I believe her name's Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay Rivendell. That's, that's her Love name. It. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I dig it. And um, I might even quickly, I'll just bring it up super quickly because um, the reason why that one's special is we do have the panels coming up, right? So for like, you know, I mean, and I'm talking to someone who has like Lord of the Rings tattooed on them. So I think I'm... <laughs> You know, I think uh, I think this near and one... dear to my heart. There you go, dude. And obviously, which of the books is your favorite? Go. Uh, unpopular opinion: Two Towers. 
I love Two Towers. I love it. I know, uh, but a lot of people that's like, I, I, it's for whatever reason, I find that a, man, a lot of people that's not the, the one that they gravitate towards. Man, I, I know, love the ends. So. I love the ends, dude. Absolutely. And there's going to be some kind of entish aspects <laughs> within um, within Elden Ring, which is actually increasingly, we have this thing over at Elden Ring, which will be great to bring you on for this, is uh, uh, it is a coming it is a return home for both men like miyazaki and george r r martin have gone on their respective quests of defining who they each are in and like they those men could honestly just not put out anything anymore and they will have secured them plays secured themselves a place in like the history of you know high fantasy dark fantasy whatever but this elden ring endeavor like first of all you have the name ring in there right if that word uh you have the the lands between which is the the area like the i mean it's a synonym middle earth. yeah middle earth exactly and so and then you have these very tree like creatures as well and there's the erd tree which is uh erd is just an archaic word for old elden you know another sort of riff on that celtic and germanic and stuff so it's this big kind of pay end to their origins whilst also doing something brand new um and so man like the ends are just huge for me and they're tolkien loved trees like i'm sure people probably know this if you've read lord of the rings he spent a lot of time describing trees <laughs> because <laughs> he loved them and what's not like they ground me man like i have my priorities Brand very themselves. sorted like games are like fifth when it number one existence the cosmos and then you have nature and then my relationship and then friends and then you know in terms of the art forms games come first you know but it's like fifth like you gotta give it up to the cosmos and to fucking those amazing nature forces which inspired this young man you know john ronald rule tolkien to like put out that amazing story and you know why it is my i'll give you i'll give you why chili when you were watching the two towers in you know we were both munchkins back then when the elves come to helm's deep oh did so you good. or did you fucking not lose your fucking mind oh yeah i mean the howard think... shore like the, the choir comes up and Haldir is there and he actually came and they came they're sacrificing their immortality to like yeah. to to testament stand with men peter... once more yeah go ahead yeah testament to peter jackson's adaptation of it he did such a good job and yeah and it's talk it was a combination of like great directing um great editing choices because there's some things that even as like a book reader like may not be essential to the the main story like you don't necessarily need like tom bombadil like in no. there <laughs> you know, it's, it's very, you're kind of like oh okay like some weird riff on his on his other lore and stuff like that but um so you know making strong editing choices for the purpose of uh, a story and yeah it's talk about because my mom read me those books when i was younger and she did like all the voices so i fell in love with them then Aww. and then to watch the movies and gonna go see them and, and then it, yeah it was just yeah it's so good and it's funny to, to retie this back into horizon to get back and i think that's one of the the biggest things that um also plays testament because it really does put nature and life thank you at the purest essence of what that game is because mm. and that's one of my favorite things about horizon because it's so much less about like there's not this big bad right no. it's not some some evil person like there, there are definitely people that you don't like or that made poor decisions Dang. within the story but ultimately it's a story of life versus death and light versus dark and 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 it's it's the story of just 
perseverance, right? And I think that's that's the thing that really drew me so much more than I thought it would when I played the game. Because like, you know, the gameplay is great. The the main character is awesome, but it's this underlying tone of 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 hopefulness out, out of hopelessness and it's this the fact that perhaps one person you know if they're determined enough and and if they and if they're on the right side of of that you know just of life you know you're, you're fighting for people who you know originally like disowned you and and they didn't want anything to do with you but it's not about that it is about life and it is about preserving those things that are so fragile if you're not a good steward of them. And I think that's a, mm. a wonderful thing. And, and, and it's a through, through line in so many of my you know, favorite fictions, right? Cause you know, Lord of the Rings is just like that too. You know, it's, mm. it's, you, you have like during Tolkien's time, you know, world war one is very much a, a, an instance of industrialism kind of taking over. And, and that's what you see the Isengard and the Ents and, and just like, you know, the wheels turning and, and, and there's, I think there's so much resonance there and probably why I got drawn into Horizon so much because to find out like this beautiful, um, often bucolic and green world is the byproduct of a horrifying apocalyptic event is in and of itself kind of hauntingly beautiful because it's like, you know, it, it's giving that life a second chance and yeah. that you can, so for me, that's like, to tie it back into everything that's that's definitely one of the most and it's nothing that you ever have to beat somebody over the head with it's just mm. it's there to be enjoyed and it's and it's through the whole mm. thing narratively which i i really appreciate it's 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 you know it's a touchstone that exists for us in all things so having that kind of like in the game of course it resonates with people absolutely man i i honestly couldn't have put it more eloquently that's absolutely the through line of all the um stories myths tales that I resonate with that I hold to be as I've said many times on several shows is uh, the idea that we are a storytelling species and we um, learn through it more than anything with like education or institutionalized like even before language we were just a bunch of banuk in front of like yeah right in front of fireplaces telling these stories and that's where as uh, James Cameron has talked about with, uh, if I, he's like, if I made a straight up movie just about the Amazon burning, a lot of people would have just felt really confronted and thrown their walls up and not watched it. But because he couched it and Trojan horse, that story of like light dark, you know, positive, negative and uh, nature honoring. And then industrialism, like, because he framed that as a fantasy, people's walls would like come down and then they're receptive to these amazing, powerful lessons, which, Horizon certainly full of, uh, you know, cautionary tale lessons about over-reliance um, on technology and, and abuse of power and um, all of them, everything on that arm. In fact, I, I love that you have this amazing nexus of just all these really worthwhile <laughs> stories. Absolutely. Do. But obviously, I'm going to tail things off. I'm going to put you on, um, on the spot. Uh, when are we going to get the Horizon tattoo for Chile? Oh, on, yeah, dude. for sure. That's, that's um, <laughs> unfortunately, all the adulty things that come up are like, Oh yeah, you know I gotta get my backyard fixed. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get the way of fun tattoo time. But yeah, definitely, uh, that's gonna be like an upper back piece for me. Yeah, um, it's gonna be Banuke inspired because they are my Hell favorite. Yes. Um, so because yeah, because I got all this nerd stuff on here, and then I got like this big Pokemon tattoo on this. Fuck song. yeah! Oh my god, you have to jump on the Pokemon podcast. Talk about Arceus, man. Let's fucking go. <laughs> 
po- pokey god <laughs> yeah yeah dude uh, and um so yeah definitely and that that'll definitely you know everything is content right so i'll, I'll yeah. do like a <laughs> but that's weak man i want the glint hawk right here oh i want from you <laughs> just Ouch. full blown like with the wings coming down just like that <laughs> bring me the horizon bring me the horizon zero to one <laughs> bring me the horizon bring me the horizon yeah just fucking absolutely <laughs> so if you are out there and you are on the mission to cover your body in horizon zero dawn horizon forbidden west tattoos horizon saga tattoos yeah send us a message um uh try and uh beat uh <laughs> rsq <laughs> over here to yeah to you, you might we'll see how it is the race is on i'm, I'm pretty motivated though i'm okay. i want to want to get it done Love and light to you. Also, that was again. Thank you for 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 that beautifully expressed. And I, it's important to kind of like, like that's such an important part of what we do. Is we're not just in this sphere, just commenting, you know, putting out videos just to, I guess, be nerdy or whatever. I just think, uh, especially because it is this popular media, you know, Terra Pop, my co-host. Like, it's you have such an opportunity in the popular sphere of like analysis and. But even if we go into niche stuff, like I, we have. Um, Fuck, I have a Reign of Fire podcast, bitch. Like, fuck, you know, like, <laughs> fucking A, it. let's go. Um, But is is if I, and I get this from you so overwhelmingly, and it's really, really inspiring and heartening, is that you get you get what's worthwhile about media and art and entertainment is that you don't just see it as this distraction thing. You see it as this thing to be curious about, to come at it from different culturally informed angles, speculation informed angles, which ends up just being additive. You enrich yourself, enrich others. They come along with you on that journey. And I say this about what you're doing and what I'm doing, Tara. It's like, it's what we would do anyway, even if we weren't being paid or whatever, it's just how we process life. And then to have these communities gather around, like that's a lovely byproduct of that. Um, But with with with, with takes as you have, man, and with a grounding as you have in the, the, the real deal like why this stuff is special like you saw as you just explained there beautifully like tying in that through line of all those series you know even even like we have some matrix stuff we're going to do later and even that is about like that that that's the third horizon the matrix right and that exactly yeah but even <laughs> that man like you are so across it you've got such a uh you know well-rounded like head on your shoulders so rad and I am so grateful that you're a voice in this space and I just, I will do everything I can always to signal boost you. And obviously co-host of the horizon podcast, brother, let's fucking go. Yeah, man. I, it's, it's been too long. I love talking about this stuff. And and even though like, I know it's like the horizon podcast and we, it's funny, I think we could both probably do, I, cause I listened to uh, your podcast with Tara and I think it was Katie cakes. That's yeah, Katie cakes. She's rad. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it, it would probably serve because we, we can both like tangent off into so of many. And, Why not? And <laughs> I found that like, he's really good at like, <laughs> and you, yeah, need, and you need somebody like that <laughs> we you do need somebody like that to be like let's get yeah. over because lord knows i'm not that person i'll yeah, neither ride, am I. ride that wave with you to a totally different island of, yeah. of fiction and <laughs> ashley actually ashley, we're just gonna bring on ashley birch she seems like she could keep us in line fuck it oh yeah she'd be right for it <laughs> all right well dude have an amazing time watching the film we'll catch up soon i'll send you the schedule for scanning Please. the horizon and big hugs yep all right absolutely brother. Take it easy, man. We'll catch you soon. See you, buddy. Bye.